Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shoot in Progress podcast. My name is Ethan Becker, and I'm pointing at the sign. My name is Aaron Stewie, and I'm Mania 45's special musical guest. <laughs> this is the Shoot in Progress podcast, where we talk about everything pro wrestling. We run the gauntlet of pro wrestling topics, including opinions, editorials, and, of course, previews and re- reviews of Every WWE pay-per-view coming up, including... Oh, baby. It's Mania. The granddaddy of them all. Aaron, how the, you doing? The, the showcase of the immortals. <laughs> how you doing, Aaron? I... It doesn't matter how you're doing, because it's Mania, and it's okay. the best time of the year. I'm sorry, buddy. Okay. Aaron got really sad. Okay. I'm sorry. I was going to say I'm happy that it's Mania weekend, it but is. I guess... It is. So... Uh, because we've got such a big, uh, woo, big we got podcast two whole nights of wrestling to go through. <laughs> we're going, we're going to be skipping this week in wrestling because we're going to cover it all so, in the very incredibly briefly. Did you watch NXT Takeover? I ha- I have watched a couple of matches. Okay, I have not. Of what you saw, what do you think? Very briefly, it's very good. Okay, some of it, it, it it's. I mean, it's a takeover. It's yeah. very, some of it is very good. Some of it's very stupid. Yeah. So, cool. That was takeover. That was takeover. Uh, the quick. I'm going to give quick 30-second rundown for anyone who hasn't watched it. The, from what I've seen, uh, Raquel Gonzalez beat Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Okay. Karrion Cross is new NXT I, uh, heavyweight championship. Hold on. Just going champion. down, I hope Io Shirai... Because usually, like, NXT tradition is once you lose the title, you kind of just get called up relatively you, soon. Yeah. So... I've, my current, like, pro, honestly, Io Shirai will likely be on Raw this Monday. Probably. Raw after Mania call-up season. She lost yeah. the title. She'll be on Raw. She'll be on Raw. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly beat Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. Uh, sure. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Would you like me to pull up the takeover card? Read something. Uh, oh man, I'm forgetting his name, and I actually really like this dude. Bronson. Bronson Reed uh, won the gauntlet on night one to face Johnny Gargano on night two for the NXT North American Championship, which uh, Gargano won. Sure. And that is what I've seen. I plan on watching some uh, tonight, watching SmackDown before Mania tomorrow. Sure. So, <laughs> as we said, big, uh, big. Big card to get to. Ooh, currently on, you said you were looking at CBS's. I'm looking at. I'm looking at CBS's. I always CBS. look at Wikipedia. Um, uh, how many is there? Does CBS have seven matches per night listed? Because that's what Wikipedia has listed. Um, seven on night This is thrilling. No. Yeah, I know, right? Um, only have six on night two. Oh well, it'll be interesting to see which one. Yeah, we'll we'll get missing. to it. We'll get to it because I think all of these are ones that are actual like. Yeah. Yes, these are matches that so, are for sure happening. So the one thing that we are not seeing on these cards is, of course, the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. That's because it <sighs> oh, is yeah. happening on SmackDown tonight. We are recording uh, oh, Friday morning. Interesting. They're, and they're doing a big. Uh, 
they're doing a big WrestleMania edition of SmackDown, so is, it's going to include... Is SmackDown also... Okay, so WrestleMania, the grand reopening yeah. Yeah. of, like, if of in, in-person attendance. That, it's going to be WrestleMania. Are Raw and SmackDown also going to have in-person attendance, or is that still Thunderdome? From what I've heard, Thunderdome. Okay. From what I've heard, it's going to so be... So for, for a while, it's just going to be Raw and SmackDown will continue to be Thunderdome, but the larger events, like the pay-per-views, will probably be have in-person attendance? From my understanding. Okay. That's from my understanding what it's going to be. So SmackDown tonight will have, we know, a Andre the Giant Battle Royale for the men. Uh, do you have, real quick, do you have a pick for the armbar? Oh, God. <sighs> Who is... Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. I. Um, yeah. What's like, his name? The winner is always kind of a workhorse. Under yeah. this guy, like fan favorite. Yeah. So I can see Drew Gulak being Hold the armbar champion. Uh, my pick? Yep. Buddy Murphy. Oh, that's another good one. Workhorse, fan favorite. Yeah. Underdog. Yeah. He's that's the. He's, he's that. He's. That point in the company where yeah they'll give him the armbar they'll give him the armbar because it is nothing yeah so anyways uh, and then they'll also have a fatal four way eight man tag match between Oof. oh let's see if I can remember the teams oh here we go uh, Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic uh-huh. versus um I believe yes 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 uh I believe their new name is like the Dirty Dogs but what? it's uh. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Okay. Uh, Alpha Academy with Otis and Chad Gable and the Street Profits. Hold on. Uh, when I think of Otis, uh-huh. I don't quite think of, you know, the Academy. Otis has turned heel. I did hear that. Yeah. Otis has turned heel. Is he, is he a smart genius now? No, no. He's the exact same except just does nefarious things. I see. He 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 has the exact same vocabulary and the exact same moveset. He just now beats up faces, so he's a heel. Ah, the classic heel turn. The classic heel turn. Anyways, enough of wrestling this week. We're talking about wrestling tomorrow or today as this comes out. I guess or, today and tomorrow. Or... Yeah, I had a realization yeah. that there's eight straight days of wrestling stuff. Because yes. so, starting on Monday this week, you had Raw, yep. right? Then Tuesday was the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yep. Then Wednesday and Thursday was NXT TakeOver. Yep. Uh, Friday, SmackDown. Saturday, as well so- as NXT UK. And NXT UK. They have a their pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And Saturday, Sunday, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And Monday's Raw again. And Tuesday's NXT. And Tuesday. Wait, is NXT on Tuesdays now? NXT is moving to Tuesdays after Mania. Okay, so that's nine straight days of wrestling. Uh huh. There's actually wrestling every day of the calendar week of the Monday through Friday uh, now because Monday is Raw, Tuesday is NXT, Wednesday is AEW Dynamite, Thursday is Impact, and Friday is SmackDown. Well, if if you really want to watch a lot of wrestling every week, <laughs> so. Anyways, speaking of a lot of wrestling, Woo! let's get to the Mania card. So we are going to go through each night individually, and we're mm-hmm. going to start with night one. Uh, we're just going to go through the order that CBS Sports has the matches listed in, and on night two, Aaron will interrupt me and say there's one more match. Yes. So the first match, 
for the Raw Tag Team Championships, The New Day versus AJ Styles and Amos. And Amos. I am not too excited about this match. You're not. I think it's going to be fun to see Omas in the ring. Mm-hmm. I have a bold prediction. I don't think he's going to be that good. Yeah, I think this match will be... It'll be entertaining, Yes, but it won't be the best like wrestling match. Though it is a match with The New Day and AJ Styles. So I think... Yeah. I think yeah. Omas is, depending on how, like I guess, ready he is... Um, they might limit how much actual like in ring time he gets. Like AJ Styles could very well wrestle a beautiful match against the New Day. Hot tag Amos, who just wreaks havoc, gets the pen. That's what I'm imagining happens. That like let AJ him do Styles starts. New Day get a comeback. Yeah, let him do like seven foot two garbage yeah. and just. I'm imagining let him go. something like big boot, big boot, gorilla press. Yep. Um, the big man cover where they just put a foot. On yep. the opponent's chest and one, two, three. I'm imagining AJ Styles and Amos win the titles here. I think so. I think there's going to be a title change. Uh, I don't think you debut Amos and have him lose. Yeah. Like, I don't think Vince has lost it that much. Though, it does feel a little weird because if you put the titles on AJ and Amos, that also means you're having them... You're kind of restricting them to continue to do like an actual tag team thing for a little bit. Not necessarily. I mean, yes, you can have them like drop the titles on Raw when they break up, yada yada yada. But yeah. generally, like if you put the titles on them, they're they're gonna yeah. be kind of in the tag thing, which they could very well do. But it feels yeah, a little I wonky to me. Do. I mean, AJ Styles has never been in a full on tag team in WWE. I mean, he's tagged before. But he's never been a part of, like, a team. I mean, yeah. Because he's had, like, when the club was around, like, they yeah. were the tag team and he was just there. Yeah. And, and they so, weren't like, even really a stable. Like, the yeah. club was not. And, and well, told, okay, they were a stable for a little bit. They were a stable at, towards the end when they were the OC. And at the very beginning when they were feuding with John Cena. Oh, sure. Yeah. When, like, the, when the club, like, actually first formed, they were really a yeah. stable. Yeah. But AJ Styles always kind of did his own thing. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think Amas, I'm concerned that we're just going to see a sort of giant Gonzalez type skill set from him because he doesn't look like, I mean, he doesn't look like your typical giant, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's tall, but he's not exceptionally built. Yeah. And he's very lanky. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of nervous that like, he, you can't. He comes out in the muscle suit. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am curious to see what his wrestling attire is going to I be. Hope it's, it, I hope it's the turtleneck. You hope it's just the turtleneck? I hope it's just the turtleneck. <laughs> he, like IRS, he wrestles in like in like casual wear. Yes. He is he is the he is the assistant. He's gonna wrestle in the turtleneck and slacks. Oh, that would be amazing. I would I would watch that. That would be amazing. Of course you're gonna watch it. It's of course mania. I'm gonna watch it. So, yep. So I think we're both probably on the same wavelength here that AJ Styles and Amos are going to become the new tag champions. Yep. All right. Cool. Moving on to the next match, which I'm very excited for, mm-hmm. and it's Seth Rollins versus Cesaro versus Cesaro. I think this match is going to be really good. I think it's also probably going to be the first match we see, probably, uh, because it's that kind of workhorse. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Feel, and I think it's going to be a feel-good match. Uh, Cesaro, of course, has been slowly moving up the card ever since he uh, parted ways with Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think <laughs> not really much to say here. I think Cesaro is going to um, get Seth Rollins in a swing. Yep. Because that's kind of what the whole... Which... <sighs> I'm starting to like the swing less and less mm-hmm. because they 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 don't they they don't push it right. Yeah. So what they what it should be because Cesaro has a really mean sharpshooter. Yeah. Right. So what it should be is Cesaro tries to get the sharpshooter in, but mm-hmm. the commentary team can put over that like, oh, the opponent knows how to like block it. Right. And so he does the swing to, like, disorientate them. Mm-hmm. And then that way he can put the sharpshooter in and they can tap. But he just kind of uses the sharp or the swing as, like, a signature. Yeah. Or, like, he'll, he'll swing well, somebody it's... and then he'll pin them. Yeah. Which is not even, like... Because it doesn't even... It doesn't look like it hurts. It just makes it look... It just seems like they're kind of yeah. dizzy. Because when, when he puts the... um When he leads into... The when he goes from swing to sharpshooter, yeah, makes it though. Has has anyone ever tapped out to Cesaro's sharpshooter? Oh, I, I want to say no, but I'm sure if I say no, somebody will. <laughs> some some jobber on Raw yeah. probably has. Yeah, <laughs> Kurt Hawkins has almost certainly tapped out. Almost to certainly <laughs> sharpshooter. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he doesn't use it as a finisher either. So yeah, but it is it is fun. Uh, when when there are crowds and the crowd does get into it, especially like count. it is a lot of fun uh, at say like at a rumble when he yeah. just puts like four people in the swing yeah, and just yeah. goes around. That, that and it's is- like it's a whole fun thing because he can do like his finger in the air with the twirl yeah. and then he grabs him by the legs. It's show it's showmanship and they they did have a really nice combo with it when he was teaming with Shinsuke mm-hmm. where they would do the swing into the Kinshasa. Yeah. Which was a really it looked brutal because they wouldn't even like set him down. Shinsuke would just knee the dude in the <laughs> fucking head yep. while Cesaro was swinging him, and so it looked brutal. It looked great, but uh, yeah, Cesaro's probably gonna pick up the win here unless Rollins. It kind of depends if they want to keep this feud going. I think Rollins wins. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to want yeah. to. I think they're. I think they're building to put the money in the bank briefcase in Cesaro's hands. That would be dope. That would be especially really cool. if. Um, oh God, could you imagine Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan? <sighs> but that would mean that one of them would have to turn heel. I mean, they've both yeah. been heels within the last two years. That's so. the problem. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> one of them would have to turn back yeah, heel. Not necessarily, but we can. Talk I mean, about yeah, that. we but, can talk about that later. Um. I think, especially if this is early in the card, this might be just the, hey, it's WrestleMania. The good guy won. Let's yeah, have fun. Yeah. I think so. that's probably what's going to I think it's going to be the feel good. You know, we finally have a crowd back. Yeah. He's going to do the swing and the yeah, it's gonna crowd's going to chant the It's going to be early in the night. It's going to be really fun. And it's just going to it's just gonna kind of get the energy yeah, up. It's going to be a feel good. Yeah. So, anyways, moving on to what is... Pound for pound, maybe the craziest match on night one. Uh, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in, in a, a steel cage. <laughs> I can't believe we we did not plan that. 
No. <laughs> we both just knew that the other one's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shane McMahon and his Nickelodeon slime <laughs> with Braun Strowman <laughs> with his uh, uh, Fisher Price train sound effects. Have, Listen. Have you seen that clip? Because I know you don't watch week to week. Have you seen that clip? No. So Braun Strowman is facing, uh, oh, what Jackson Riker, and he he gets he throws Riker out of the ring, and he gets out of the ring, and he does his like home run like a finger wave in the air type deal, mm-hmm. and over the PA system they just play a train like revving <laughs> up to go, and then blaring its horn oh, as Strowman starts stupid. running. <laughs> I have never been a fan of the whole Strowman Express thing. I like I I I stopped liking it when they stopped when they started making a thing out of it. Yeah. When it was just a thing that Braun Strowman did. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. But when but they when, started making it like here he comes when the they Strowman put, Express. When they put Strowman's face on a train and yeah. put said train on a t shirt. Yeah. yeah, that's when I stopped. Yeah, I liked when when Strowman was just the monster among men, and he just destroyed worlds. Yeah, Yeah. he flipped ambulances and grappling hook down (laughs) (sighs) entire sets. Can you imagine if uh, it's like Mania, it's like Mania seventeen, and it's Rock and Austin, uh huh, and the Rock. Goes up for the rock bottom, and as he does, like an avalanche sound effect plays over the PA system. Or like, can you imagine what the crowd would? Or have like, done? or Austin goes for the stunner, and as he hits it, a lightning sound effect yeah, just shows. Like, yeah, I mean, granted, the Rock would have sold it <laughs> like he was getting electrocuted. Yeah, I think the I think that was the problem. I think the Rock always thought that <laughs> he was supposed to be getting electrocuted. Yeah, stunner. Uh, yeah, yeah, where he goes for the stutter and a little, like, lightning, like, shh. Yeah. Now, yeah. we should remember, the last time that Shane McMahon was in a steel cage match, he won it by way of escaping his own clothes. <laughs> by, by way of sweat. <laughs> by way of slipping out of his Shane McMahon That's jersey. right. I I completely forgot about that. The last time Shane McMahon, not too long ago, less than two years ago. Yeah. Because he was feuding with The was, Miz. It was The Miz at Money in the Bank uh, right after Mania 35. So, yeah, it was just about two years ago that Shane McMahon wrestled in a steel cage match and won via he sweats too much. Which, as a man who sweats quite a lot i do appreciate wwe giving us a way of winning steel cage Mm -hmm. matches i don't think that's going to happen this no he's not going to sweat himself Uh, away granted even between the two i'd say braun Strowman's even sweatier imagine if somehow (laughs) they they lead into the shane sweats too much thing and he just is able to like liquefy himself enough to just pass through the <laughs> like he Senator, just that he like turns Senator himself Kelly into in vapor yeah. just like uh, i don't know how they would do it with fans in the arena but i want it to happen i want it to happen shane mcmahon develops water water-based superpowers <laughs> uh so this is match number one where 
it's Mania, and so Mania is going to have a crazy spot or two or three. On yep. It. This and is it's Shane Mc, like, and it's Shane McMahon and a steel cage. Shane, a is, better love story has never been told. Shane is one hundred and twenty percent jumping off the top of the cage. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I think, and and you know what I think it will be too. I think Braun Strowman will be in the middle of the ring, mm-hmm. and Shane will just look down and realize. That he hasn't jumped off of a cage yet. Yeah. Oh wait, my quota hasn't been reached. <laughs> and so he'll well, do the, he'll do the thing where he'll jump off, but then I think Strowman will probably roll out of the way. Oh yeah, and then he'll get he'll leave. Or my, alternatively, yes. The way this could go is uh, Shane jumps off the cage and. Like, but the other direction and wins the match, but destroys himself. By going, like, through the announce table? Like, like he doesn't have time to climb down. He gets to the top of the cage and just jumps. Okay. I or, have... do you remember, what show was it? Was it the first Saudi show with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar when they yes. went through the I, side of the cage? I was actually going to say, because my crazy spot that I want to I happen. could see Braun Strowman putting Shane through the side of the cage and Shane winning because of that. I don't even think that's going to happen. My crazy spot that I want to happen is Shane brings all of his buddies, right? He brings mm-hmm. all of like the stable mates and everything. And they just sit at the top of the cage. And like anytime Strowman tries to climb up, they just kick him down. Mm-hmm. Right? And they have like you can have like King Corbin next to a referee. And anytime Strowman tries to just go out the door, King Corbin just batters the referee. Yeah. And so there's like the commentary team can put their over that there's like no way out for Strowman. And Shane can be at the top of the cage looking like he's about to win. And I just want Strowman to burst out the other side. <laughs> like just like the Kool-Aid man. Uh, I mean. Through the wall. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, the spot that I really want is the Bobby Lashley Umaga spot, which I've talked about before, where Shane is walking to the cage. Uh, Strowman is in the cage already. Shane is walking there, and he's kind of talking crap, and Strowman just barrels to the cage, knocks it down, and crushes Shane under the cage. Or, That's the spot that I really want. Uh, Braun Strowman removes the door. Tears the door off its hinges and starts beating Shane with it. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> and I could see that happening. I could so. absolutely see it happening. Um, we're both. And then that also conveniently gives Shane a quick escape route. God, Shane's going to win this one, isn't he? I, yeah. And they're going to keep this feud going, aren't they? Yeah. You, you've you seen Shane McMahon WrestleMania feuds before. They never end at Mania. They never end at Mania. They, uh, yeah. they end at Payback, obviously. I was I was even going to say, like, well, his Undertaker one did, but his Undertaker, he wasn't really feuding with the Undertaker. He, he was, was feuding with, with his dad. Yeah, with Vince. And that continued until Payback. Yeah. Oh, no. We're going to get months of Strowman versus McMahon, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Can we get, at the very least, can we get Adam Pearce involved in some of this? I can we get some Adam Pierce matches, please? Adam Pierce, I like Adam Pierce. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Aaron's favorite match. Oh, can't oh, wait! Right. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. You can't see it, but all joy and happiness has been seeped not only from my face but from my soul. <laughs> I can see it, and it's lovely. 
just why the sheer why? sadness. My boys. <laughs> just just my boys. Um listen. I'm I'm just gonna tear this band-aid off right now. There's no way Bad Bunny and Damien Priest are losing oh, this one. A Bad Bunny is a hundred percent pinning the miss. <laughs> that is how this match is going to end. One hundred percent. There is no way Bad Bunny loses and this it match. Break, there is no way Bad Bunny doesn't get the pin against the Miz. Yeah, and that is yeah. the that is the worst thing of all. That is that is the thing that hurts Aaron the most, and I'm gonna be able to be there to watch it, and it's gonna be so much fun. It's, I'm going to cry. This I was, I'm I, going to cry before entrances are over. I'm going to see the Miz and John Morrison, and I'm going to be happy for just a split second, and then Damian Priest will come out, then Bad Bunny will come out, and I will be crying because I know what's coming next. I was really hoping that they were going to keep this as a singles match between Bad Bunny and Miz. That would have been so bad. That's the only reason I want because like this this match is no longer going to be comically bad because I think Priest is probably going to work the majority of it. Yeah, and he's a really good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping it was just going to be a singles match between Bad Bunny and the Miz because. Oh boy, that would have been real bad. Would have been really bad. <laughs> Especially because Bad Bunny was gassed after a run in a couple weeks yeah. on Raw. <laughs> yeah. And so like this how this match is gonna go. Uh it's gonna be a lot like it'll start out probably Damien Priest and John Morrison. No, nah, it'll be Priest and Miss. It'll be Priest and Morrison, and they'll fight for a bit, and then Miz will tag in. And then Bad Bunny will be on the turnbuckle, and he'll be like, tag me in, tag me in. And then Priest will tag in uh, Bad Bunny, and The Miz will see this and tag Morrison back in. in. And then they'll do a couple things. Bad Bunny might take a bump and then tag Damian Priest back in. What is the bump quota of of (sighs) Bad Bunny? So Bad Bunny, so... Because he said he wants to be a wrestler. Yeah. He's definitely going to take, like... A couple bumps, and by but like no actual extreme bumps, like he'll take a suplex. Yeah, he's not. There's gonna be no like superplex to the outside. Yeah, but like he'll take a superplex, and he'll like he'll bump to like a clothesline or something. Yeah, something like that. Maybe uh, a spine buster. I yeah, yeah. It'll end with the. Here's how the here's how the match is going to end. The the Miz and uh so. Damien Priest will take out John Morrison on the outside. Uh, Priest and Miz will be the legal men. Priest will hit whatever finisher he has. Hit the lights. He will hit the lights on the Miz. He will tag Damien Priest in, who will do a splash from the top rope. One, two, three. So the Royal Rumble. Yes. Basically. But in the ring. But in the ring. Oh, boy. That sounds like it's going to be a fantastic match, doesn't it? I'm going to cry. My my boy. Just Aaron's favorite wrestler. All I wanted, okay? All okay. I wanted all was wanted. for The Miz to get another world title run. And one <laughs> finger curled on the monkey's paw. Why? We'll get into it. A little later of the whole saga of how they've massacred my boy. But how do you go from Mr. Money in the Bank 
to WWE champion to jobbing to Bad Bunny at WrestleMania in the span of two months. Because <laughs> he's the Miz and he's awesome. He sure is. He's right. still awesome to me, damn it. <laughs> the next match on the card, another fantastic match. I think if WWE knows what they're doing, they're going to put this in the main event of night one. Oh, no. It's going to be uh, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Not where I thought you Not, were going. We're going there next. Okay. Yeah, this this match should be very good. I Okay. Lo- <laughs> this match. Have you seen Bianca Belair wrestle? No, no, no. I just mean like you act like there's going to be a part of it that's not going to be good. Yeah. I guess so so the the build's been a little wonky. Yeah, the build has been a little It's wonky. been a little wonky, right? They turn so, Sasha face only to turn her heel again, I guess. Just but not really heel. The we it's the weird thing with why, why can't any – I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. why can't any match just be like – why couldn't you just have this match be like Sasha be like, okay, well, you won the Rumble. That gives you the right to face the champion. Best May the best woman win. And it's like – it's just a match between two people who are very good wrestlers. My, the the worst part about is that they, they took way too long because I don't know why – you needed to have them become a tag team, then break up after Bianca won the Rumble. Like, yeah. maybe yeah. if they were tagging before the Rumble, yeah. and then Bianca won, and there was a couple weeks of, like, stress among them. Yeah. And then, but Bianca won the Rumble, and you go, oh, she's challenging Sasha. And then they formed a tag team, and Asuka is nowhere to be no, found. No. So it's just like, oh, they're going to break up, and this is going to be the Mania match. Not even, because she wins, and I immediately assumed she was going to face Sasha. Yeah. I just assumed yeah, that's what that's, happened. that's what's going to happen, yeah. But then they dragged it out for a couple weeks, like, while they were doing the Edge stuff. Mm-hmm. They did the Bianca Belair stuff, too, where she's like, well, I also have a decision to make, and I have And it's like, no, everybody knows that you're going to face Sasha. Yeah. You have not you, so much as looked at Asuka. Yeah, you haven't mentioned Asuka's name once. Like, at least with Edge, they brought him to NXT. Yeah, yeah he they was on NXT. He was on Raw. Raw. He was on they, SmackDown. Right. He was every. He was he, talking to everyone. And so it kind of, it felt like they genuinely were trying Whereas to Whereas Bianca legitimately, yeah, Bianca didn't acknowledge anybody but Sasha. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, so she's just, just going to fight Sasha. You knew that match was happening. And then it's going to be Sasha. It's going to be you and me at Mania. And everybody was like, yes, yes, this is what we want. Congratulations. Yes. But this is first, going to be a good match. Yes. Please and thank you. But first, it's going to be you and me at Fastlane against Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. And you're just like, why? Every WWE fan knew exactly where that was going. Yeah. And the thing, because you don't need to do that why because the whole thing of like you use that whole like the tag team and the breakup as the story but they already had a story their story was bianca won the royal rumble right which is why i don't understand that the story couldn't just be sasha is honorable and it's like yeah like i'm going to honor your decision and i mean sasha doesn't even have to be honorable because even face sasha is still just a bit of a dick 
Yeah, like, she could she could be a little cocky. Like, yeah. she could kind of be the Stone Cold, but she is absolutely a heel right now. Yeah. Like, she's slapping Bianca and calling her a bitch. Like, that's not, that's not even something, like, that the badass, like, babyface does. That's just a heel. Yeah. Right? And so I don't understand, like, they kind of mix Carmella in the middle of this. Yeah. And I don't get why it's not, like... Why why didn't you do this? Why didn't you have Carmella beat or Carmella loses to Sasha at the Rumble? Mm-hmm. And then Bianca wins the Rumble obviously. And then you have this whole deal where Sasha and Bianca are like we're going to face each other cuz that's your contract and like we we respect each other's talent as wrestlers. Yes, shake hands. And Carmella can come in and be like, "Well, I also want this match." And you can have say a triple threat at Fastlane. It's going to be Carmella, Sasha, and Bianca. And if uh, Carmella wins, she's going to be added to the Mania match, which gives people a little, like, Mania 35 vibes, right? And then you can have Bianca pin Sasha. No, you do not. You don't think so? You do not have, you do not have both of them involved in the thing. You, you don't think so? Absolutely do not. Because then why watch the Mania match? You already watched Bianca pin Sasha. What's the point? Because it's for the title. This wouldn't be for the title. This would just be... But why does she have to beat Sasha then? She already has her match at Mania. She and, doesn't have to She and, doesn't have to beat Sasha. That's just a, and, that's and, just a little story. And then like her. I've already... And then at that point, I've already seen Bianca beat Sasha. I, why would I watch it at Mania? I was like, it's going to happen again. So why why would I watch the match? You you need to and especially like okay. in that triple threat, the reason you have Carmella there is to take the pin. You're saying Carmella eats the pin. Yes, that's the only reason you have her there. Okay. I would not be opposed. I was saying Bianca can pin Sasha to give the story another like a little more flavor for those couple of No, you have Bianca pin weeks. Carmella. Okay. So anyway, because then the champion can say like I didn't lose the match, okay. but the challenger still looks strong because she won this triple threat, and Carmella can do Carmella things. Okay, so but we are probably both in agreement. I think that Bianca's winning this one. I hope so. I honestly, I could see it going either way. I could too. I hope Bianca wins. I think so because Bianca is very good, and I think they're generally pretty high on her because it's yeah she's she's very good. What I'm hoping happens is Bianca wins night one. I uh, I guess a little spoiler to this match coming up. I hope Rhea Ripley wins on night two. And on the Raw after Mania, they're standing in the middle of the ring, Bianca and Rhea, and they're congratulating each other. And they're saying, we are the new face of the women's division. Like, like we are the new champions, right? Mm-hmm. And then Io Shirai's music hit. Yes. And she comes out and she's like, well... Maybe I'll just kind of insert myself into this. Well, yeah, and she's like, "Well, well, well," and Eo, because then Eo can go to Raw, and she can say, "Well, Rhea, you might have beat Shayna Baszler for the title, but I beat Charlotte Flair." Yeah, and the last time you and Flair were in the ring, who won? Yeah, right. And so she can kind of play on that, like I, I, and I also think Eo beat Rhea clean if i remember correctly uh and so yeah you're sure i can kind of be like well i've beaten you and i've beaten charlotte flair so why don't i have that title like Mm -hmm. and that that can kind of be you can build that i think you could build that feud feud all the way out to SummerSlam. yeah 
which would be a good SummerSlam match. It would. But then what do you have the But then what do you have kind of everyone else doing then? I guess like what All do you the have other women? Yeah, because I like I like the three of them and I like like the three well, but then like what Bianca do you goes Bianca goes back to SmackDown and doesn't get involved in this. Yeah. Uh, so all the SmackDown women can like do stuff over there, and then I know it's an unpopular idea, but it's it's something that I've been pitching for a long time, and I think now is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. WWE needs 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 to implement a women's mid card title. Mm. I so. I know that's kind of what the tag titles are. Yeah. I I like the no. idea. It needs to be a women's single. But it would also it would need to have like it would need the I think it would have to be something similar to the tag titles where it moved across shows. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because no single show has like enough a roster women. big enough to handle that. Yeah. And and so I think you you implement this women's midcard title and you can I don't know maybe I don't know what it would be, right? I don't know like maybe the European champion can be yeah. a women. I don't know, uh, but yeah, you have uh, a women's midcard title introduced, and then all the women on Raw who aren't in tag teams, which is basically all the women on Raw, yeah can say, well, I want that title. I want to be the first person to hold the title. And you can have feuds to build up to a Fatal 4-Way at SummerSlam for mm-hmm. that title. And I think the and Fatal 4-Way think... should probably be... I'm Just to just to book this on the fly, Charlotte Flair, it should be... Because you need Flair in that match. Yeah. I don't think she wins... But I think... But she beating, she immediately gives credibility. Right. Beating her gives credibility to the new champion. So you have Flair. I think you have Peyton Royce, mm-hmm. who's really good. I think you have... I want to say Dana Brooke because I like Dana Brooke. But I think if they're going to give anybody that look, they're going to give it to Mandy Rose. So I'll say Mandy Rose. I, I would say Ruby Riot, but I want her to be oh. in the main women's title picture. No, no. Here, here's the four that you have. Charlotte Flair, mm-hmm. Peyton Royce, yep. Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. and I've predicted it a couple times, and I'm just going to keep doing it till it happens, of returning Becky Lynch. See, it's interesting you say that, because my prediction, because you said bring out, and it's uh, the two at SummerSlam. Yeah. I think Becky Lynch returns after that. You think she returns after SummerSlam? After SummerSlam. And okay. she challenges either Rhea Ripley or Io Shirai. Ooh, I would hope it's Rhea. I think that's a better match. I think either one would be a very good match. Either, ma- either one would be a very good match. I would be match. so down with either one because but- then Becky can immediately come back and say, like, okay, I'm back. I want my title back. Yeah. Please and thank you. I never, I never lost my title. Please and thank you. I'll yeah. Take that. I'll take, I'll take that's, this match, and everyone would be like, "Well, that's kind it's of Becky Lynch." That's kind of my only concern, is that they're going to have Asuka win. I mean, let's just talk about that match now because that's on night two, so it's going to be Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, I want Ripley to win because you can't have her lose her in ring 
did. I guess it's not technically her in-ring debut because she did team with Asuka. But her in-ring singles debut, that's not just like an angle, right? And the big... I mean, I want to say you can't have her lose her well, WrestleMania it's, debut, but it's it's not Asuka. even her WrestleMania debut. It's, oh, it's not, and and she did lose her WrestleMania, and she debut. did lose her WrestleMania debut. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, I think you you need to have Rhea win this one because otherwise she loses all credibility. Yeah, I think My, as much as yeah. it pains me to say Oscar lose, I think you think Oscar's gonna lose. I think Oscar's gonna lose, and it's. I'm I'm genuinely this is one of the matches that I'm the most excited for yeah. because I love both Asuka and Rhea Ripley. Oh, me too. Me I too. they're amazing. But I saw I just I saw the card like the graphic on Twitter one day and I was like <gasps> like my heart skipped a beat yeah. and I was like it's happening. Yeah. Uh, my only concern is that Asuka's going to win on and cuz it's on night 2, Asuka's going to win and then on Raw the next night Becky Lynch comes out, and yeah. this is where Becky Lynch comes back, and she says, "Give me back the title I never yeah. lost." I don't. We've seen I hope, Becky versus Oscar so much, yeah, that it's just. I not. mean, and it does like it's somewhat. So the thing with that is, like, from a story wise, that completes that would that would complete like the Becky Oscar story of yeah, the. They're, they're one and one right now. Yeah, and and like. And Asuka got the title because basically Becky gave it to her. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that completes that. But at the same time, then, like, then what do you do with freshly called up Rhea Ripley? It's like, yeah, you kind of got to give her something to do. But, even if even if Becky comes back after Mania challenges Rhea Ripley. like I think, I think that would be fine. Mm-hmm. That if Becky comes back and says, hey, Rhea, it's going to be you and me, right? Or. I think that would be fine. Comes back. And we combine everything we've said, and at SummerSlam it's a triple threat: Rhea Ripley, Io Becky Shirai. Lynch, and Io Shirai. I mean, how crazy can we get? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. So, anyways, let's finish up night one before moving on to night two, and it's oh, the match that I dream about: no. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. No. Oh man, if if anybody knows me. This is this is genuine, by the way. This is not a bit. If anybody knows me, it's genuinely not a bit. This, we have had yeah, off yeah. mic conversations where he has tried to convince me it's earnestly. Gonna be, it's gonna be so good. Oh, they're gonna. Oh, they're gonna do so. Okay, so this is. I have dreamed about spots in this match. <laughs> this match. Here's here's my take for WrestleMania <laughs> that you're going to be angry at. You've told me this. The I'm crowd. So there will be a crowd. The crowd will be more dead for this match than they will be for Bad Bunny. No. No. The no. crowd for this match will be dead. No. This match will be dead. The, no the match itself, the work, will be fine. But this is a match where I earnestly believe that no one will care. No, because I think this is going to be like the third match on the card. Mm-mm. So I don't even think it's going to be like they're going to be tired. I think they're going to be so happy to be at a live wrestling thing. Like they're going to be happy to see Drew McIntyre, right? And to do that, it'll depend on how it goes. If Bobby I Lashley think... wins this match, it will suck the life out of everything. I think you're wrong. You haven't watched week to week. You don't know what Bobby Lashley's been doing. I also know who Bobby Lashley is. No. Okay. So, here, hold on. This is this, hold on. Here's okay, here's okay. my thing with Bobby Lashley. 
Bobby Lashley has zero character. Let me ask you a few questions, okay. okay? About Bobby Lashley, the character. Okay. Where is he from? Where did he come from, I guess? How did he get to the WWE as a character? As a character? Yes. He came from MMA. Okay. Why is he here? He wants to win the title. Why? Because he wants to prove that he's the best. But he already has the title. Doesn't he, doesn't that already prove that he's the best? So he he wants to retain the title. Retain the title? Yeah. Why does he why is he fighting Drew McIntyre? Because Adam Pierce booked it. <laughs> that that's kind of why. Like I will give you that. That the storyline reason for why is Bobby Lashley fighting Drew McIntyre is very weak, and it's just because Adam Pierce told. Whereas him what on the other side, do. Drew McIntyre has like he's not. It's it's more than just like I want the title. Her to her to her. It's. I was in a way screwed out of my title via money in the bank cash in. And like you have almost a continuation of like, I, I so well, wish. Bobby Lash used to heal. You shouldn't be like, you shouldn't be rooting for the heel. No, 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 right? no. And, and I'm not somebody, saying root for Bobby Lashley. Give somebody, I'm saying Bobby Lashley is just a big blob of meat. That's interchangeable with any other big blob of meat. Oh, I don't agree with that. I think I think if this was Drew McIntyre, what is the difference? What what is the primary difference aside? Okay, what is I guess in terms of storyline? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drew McIntyre challenging for the title. Yeah. What is the difference between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar? Well, there isn't one. Their place in the story, their character and place in the story. What's the difference? There isn't one, but they've all. So you're saying you can you can. Take out Bobby Lashley, plug in Brock Lesnar, and nothing changes. Yes, but that's the exactly, only person. But, that's exactly my point. No, but that's the only person. Like, you can take you out not, you the big blob of out, meat and plug in another big blob of no, meat. No, you could not take out Bobby Lashley and plug in Braun Strowman. This, the match wouldn't be the same. You could. No, you couldn't. Mm, that's true. The Braun story- Strowman, that's true because Braun Strowman has a character. No, no. Bobby Lashley. You can have. I would rather see. I would rather see Drew McIntyre fist fight a literal train than <laughs> than watch this match. I mean, is the train moving? <laughs> no, it's so just sit, it's just fifteen minutes of him just punching a steel wall just on <laughs> the side of a train. Okay, so this is for me. This is match number two for insane spot gonna happen because mm. it's no a, no it's a big hoss match it's yeah a, and no it's is, a big hoss match neither of them can move to the big spot that's not a, that's not true at all fine drew mcintyre can move to the big spot no bobby lashley is athletic that's true you 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 haven't been watching me like bobby lashley can do big high spots but what i think is going to happen is i mean listen there's there's what I think is going to happen, and then there's what I want to happen. What I think is going to happen is we're just going to see a spear through a barricade. Yeah. I think that's probably what's going to happen. What I want to happen is this. I want this to be the main event of night two, nope. of night one. Nope. I will, I, I will stop watching early and just I, to spite you. And I want this to end via absolute destruction of the ring. I'm not talking about no no no. I'm not talking about the 
Brock Lesnar Big Show su- superplex off the top of the ring. Collapses. I think you mean Mark Henry Big Show. Mark Henry, sure. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I want Drew McIntyre thrown to the outside. He lands. Bobby Lashley goes out. They fight on the outside for a little bit. Uh, Lashley like smacks McIntyre's head into the apron. And McIntyre is on the floor, but he's leaning against the apron. I want Bobby Lashley to just back up to the commentary table, run at him, and just spear McIntyre halfway through the ring. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, Ethan, I want them to split I, the ring in half. I, <laughs> I, I the crazier strongman spot that you can I, get. I want. I don't have a response. I want, I want Bobby Lashley to climb up to the WrestleMania side, oh tear it off if of this... the wall, and throw it at Drew McIntyre. <laughs> this is what I want from this If this, this turns match. into, like, the only the only way I would be down this with this match is if that – is if, like, if this just turns into an anime fight. Yeah, like, I want this to be straight out of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> this like, needs to be two anime mechas just going at each like, other. <laughs> That's the best kind of match that they can have like oh <laughs> i want i want bobby lashley to start throwing commentators at <laughs> drew mcintyre no. i want him to go over and fucking pick up tom phillips and chuck him <laughs> i think i think we this is this is perhaps our, our most heated disagreement because i think this match is going to be boring i think i'm gonna hate it and i think drew mcintyre is gonna win and I think this match is going to be amazing. I'm going to love it. And I think Drew McIntyre is going to win. Okay, good. Yeah, I think Drew McIntyre is they're, going to win. They're kind of got to have like a small rehash because like it would have been great to have McIntyre like finally like fulfill the prophecy in front of a crowd. That would have been cool because like genuinely like Drew McIntyre's story for Last Mania is one of my favorite in recent history just because it's just so good and it's. It it all fell into place unintentionally, of like, yeah, of like the chosen one who fell from grace and now he came back and fulfilled the prophecy. He's got to fight his way back. Now, yeah, yeah. and now the, I feel like the thing with Bobby Lashley is like, I think the only reason, I think, I think the Miz suffered the way he did because of COVID. Right, I think they want to have the feel good like bronze, uh, not the the feel good Drew McIntyre like stands tall with the title with a good crowd reaction, and they want to have that crowd reaction that they didn't have. And the yeah. only way you do yeah. that yeah. is if you have an obstacle for him to overcome in Bobby in an interchangeable blob of meat. You, you, and you have a Brock Lesnar, like yeah. Braun Strowman is and not you, a Brock. And Lesnar. when you have Drew with the title, because it was a natural thing with his story to give him the title, is you have to get it off McIntyre and get it on Lashley in a way that doesn't really involve McIntyre, which yeah. is get it on the Miz and have the Miz lose, yeah. which sucks. And I hate that use of the money in the bank and I hate that use of my boy. Yeah. But oh I will I will forever I will forever be completely biased. And like you will never be able to convince me of anything about Bobby Lashley if not purely for the fact of what he did to my boy. 
I know, I know that The Miz was ruined for the sake of Bobby Lashley, and for that reason, Bobby Lashley must know. Can I can I suggest one more big spot that I want? Mm-hmm. Just during the how physically possible is it? Uh, uh, it borders on M. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so this is during the Bad Bunny, uh, Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison match. Mm-hmm. I want Miz and Morrison to be winning this match, mm-hmm. and then Bobby Lashley comes out, knocks the ref over, and just picks up Miz and crushes him like a compactor. <laughs> he just makes a small little Miz cube. Okay, but why? <laughs> because cause it would be fun to watch. And it, it would be, be fun. It Can you imagine fun. for it like two weeks, Miz you. continues like he's in a cube form, but yeah. he can still talk. Yeah. So like, so like every week, John Morrison carries out little Miz cube, and in like one hand tes- holds cube, and on another holds a microphone like up a to tesseract. it. Yeah, <laughs> and but you could have just like. Miss like slowly unfurling from the cube like every week he like gets you a just little have... more misshapen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like he just comes out and he's just like Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. <laughs> he just like my body, Morrison, carry me over there. <laughs> I did not think I did not wake up today and think we were gonna get to Krang, <laughs> but I'm so glad we got here, Morrison, <laughs> over there. <laughs> my body <laughs> oh that would be amazing <laughs> if they made just like a little mecca for him he just walks around <laughs> oh, oh that's great I don't know what's better in this analogy oh. of the Miz being Krang or in this analogy John Morrison being Shredder yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh okay well, let's move on to night two from there. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, first up, we have... Oh, wait. You missed one. I did? You did miss one. What did I miss? You missed the tag team turmoil match. Are you unfamiliar? <gasps> no! Yes! Yes! The Okay, I'm... I'm sorry, it's not on CBS, but I do remember this. Excuse me. Yeah, so this is for, uh, this is between the Riot Squad, uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, um, uh, Lana and Naomi. One more. You can do it. And uh, You can do it. Oh, oh, uh, Tamina and Natalia. Yes. Uh, Yeah. The (laughs) winners. The winners receive a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match on night night two. two. Yes, and the champions, of course, uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jack. Um, Yeah, this match was just kind of booked out of nowhere. (laughs) Yep. I think it, it like, just came about on Raw this week. Yep. I think the... And so... Honestly, like, the most interesting part to come from this was just random things, like, on... Like on Twitter, Mickey James like tweeted oh, yeah. out a picture yeah. of the graphic and was like, "Why I don't have any friends," and then it's just like the whole thing is just like every single woman who's not booked on the card trying to team with Mickey James, yeah. uh, which is going to go nowhere on the card. But I find it funny. I also find it funny. Billy Kay also like oh, kind of teased. She kind of teased that like her and Carmella were gonna be a team, but no, they're not. I think it would be funny. 
So, okay. So it's a tag team turmoil match, yeah. right? Yeah. Is, okay. Is that the one where there's a team in every corner and it's basically a fatal four-way? Or is it like the gauntlet thing? I think it's team in every corner. Hold on. I, I'm not entirely sure. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not watched Draw yet. All right. I will read the rules of the tag team turmoil. Go. Tag team turmoil is another version of an elimination tag team match. Yes. It okay. is the gauntlet thing. Two teams start, and when one is eliminated, a new team comes to the ring until all teams have competed. The remaining team is the winner. Teams may either make their entrance from backstage one at a time when it's their turn to wrestle, particularly blah, 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 blah. Uh, tag team. Okay. Ooh, here's brief trivia. Very okay. brief. Okay. When was the first WWE tag team turmoil match? Do you want the year? The first the- and the second. The... The year and maybe the show, because it is a notable show. Is it a pay-per-view? Yes. And so the difference okay. between the first and the second uh, Tag Team Turmoil matches, 11 years apart. I'm going to say, and this is a long shot, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 2002 Survivor Series. The first Tag Team Turmoil match was... At SummerSlam at 99. SummerSlam 99. Okay. The second was at Night of Champions 2010, 11 years after the first one. What was the first one? I don't know. Let me okay. Let me click so, on that. While, while you click on that, I'm just going to say winners of this match. Oh, God, I want it to be the Riot Squad so bad. Sure. The, the SummerSlam. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> SummerSlam uh, 99. So the... That wasn't... SummerSlam 99. Here's, that wasn't DiBiase's boys, was it? No. Okay. Okay, I didn't think so, it was. So, okay. The entrants were Edge and Christian, the yep. new brood... Oh, God. Uh, Midian and Viscera. Oh, no. Draws and Prince Albert. Oh, no. <laughs> The Acolytes and okay. the Holly Cousins. Uh, man, the Attitude Era was just the best, wasn't it? The winner <laughs> of that match, Edge and Christian, the Acolytes. The Acolytes. Okay, that makes it was sure it was, it was down between Edge and Christian and the Acolytes for me. Yep. <laughs> I, the new brood, the new Matt and brood. Jeff Hardy, the new brood. Oh God, that's right. With Gangrel, I. Okay, because the shot I was taking was I thought maybe a tag team turmoil match would have taken place to kind of kickstart the feud between Hardy's, Edge and Christian, and Dudley's. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I was going for because I was trying to think, like, well, when was TLC 2? Yeah. I think that was Mania in 03. And so I was like, yeah. yeah. So the basically what happened in that match, Edge and Christian came out first, and they eliminated the new brood, Meaden and Viscera, Draws and Prince Albert. Prince Albert. 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 <laughs> and then they were eliminated by uh, the Acolytes, and then the Holly Cousins came out last and were eliminated by the Acolytes. Okay. So. And the Acolytes is uh, JBL and Ron Simmons, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought it or, was. Or uh, Farouk and Bradshaw. Farouk and Bradshaw, sure. As they were known. As they were known then, yeah. But anyways. Uh, so on. While we're on it. Okay. One more thing. The second. 
Tag Team Turmoil match. Night of Champions 2010? 2010. Can I make... Can I guess? Yes, you may. Night of Champions would have been after the Rumble. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is one of my... Night of Champions happened... Favorite Rumbles. September of 2010. Okay. So just before Survivor Series. This is total, like, guesswork on my end. Okay. The club? No. I did not think so. The club wasn't around until 2016-17. Well, they were around. Well, no. Carl Anderson wasn't around. Okay. Luke Gallows was around in the Stranger Society, but Carl Anderson That's kind of what I was thinking. I thought maybe it was going to be... Okay. Um, Is it Luke Gallows and Punk? Are they in that? No, no, no. Night of Champions 20... They were not. Yeah, the the Strategic Society was a thing, but they weren't in the match. Uh, give, me, give me the match. So, in order of entrant, the Hart Dynasty, David Hart Smith oh, and Tyson Kidd. Oh, yeah. The Usos with Usos. Tamina. Oh, uh, Usos. Santino Morella and Vladimir Kozlov. This is a team that I didn't know existed. Evan Bourne and Mark Henry. And finally, the winners, Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre. Really? And how far they've come. How far they come. All right. Anyway. uh, This tag team turmoil match. Man, I want the Red Squad to win, but man, it's going to be Lana and Naomi, (sighs) isn't it? I'm picking the Riot Squad. That's my... I hope... And I pray, and I really want him to win. We've had, we've had too much. We've had too much of two things. Number one, we've had too much feel good, smart booking on mm-hmm. Mania. Like there's always one thing on Mania that's like that was a stupid decision. Except for thirty five. Nope, thirty. Oh, thirty five. Um, that was the one that we watched. Um. Because the whole thing of the whole wrestling community was, they gave us what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. No, they gave us what we wanted in those three matches. I'm trying to think if there was any stupid, like, why would you do... I don't know. Mania 36 had a couple stupid, like, why would you do that? Yeah. Why do you have Shayna Baszler lose to Becky Lynch, who's going to be leaving anyways? Um, No, and and Becky, to be fair to Becky, she didn't leave for another, like, two, three months. No. She left after Money in the Bank. Which is the next pay-per-view. That's it? Yeah. She was around another month. Yeah, so she was around for another month. Uh, yeah. But uh, we've had too much of smart booking and giving fans what they want. But we've also just had nope. too much agreement on this show. Nope. Riot Squad. I, think I need Riot gonna, Squad. I think it's going to be Lana and Naomi. That's what I'm putting my money on. Lana and Naomi. I think it's going to be Lana and Naomi. Nah. Right. What are the odds? I think the Riot Squad will win. Now, granted, I don't know if the story has run its course. With the help of of Billy Kay. Wouldn't it be be funny? That would be the most WWE thing. If they do like the Royal Rumble bit and Billy Kay tries to join every single team. (laughs) And Ruby (laughs) Wright is smart enough. To accept the assistance when it's there. Like, everyone else is like, no, go away. What? Who? No. And Ruby Riots is like, yes. Yeah. The Riot Squad. Yes, you're a member. Yes. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. I could see them doing that, but no. And then as soon as they win, they kick Billy Kay to the curb. I'm going to say it's... Um, 
Lana and Naomi win. Night two, let's fast forward to that. Yeah, because that leads right into the women's tag team championship. So match. it'll be Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, no matter what happens, the titles are changing. I think the only, mm, I think Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler with Reginald uh, will. I think no matter, I think the only way. So my my general prediction. Yeah. is that they lose the titles to the Riot Squad. If any other team wins the Turmoil match, they're retaining. Can I suggest a Mania moment? Okay. Oh, it's going to involve Reginald, so I know I'm going to love it. You're going to love it. Except you're kind of going to hate it because it involves the Riot Squad losing. So oh, no. Riot Squad win night one, night two, they come out and they fight. Now, hold on. Before you say this, Reginald has a history of jumping around yes. the women's division. Yes. What if? Yes. Reginald joins the Riot Squad and no. he comes out you're, you're, he comes out on SmackDown you, punk gear of, from like head to toe. He has gone full Riot Squad. You've kind of got where I'm going. He's got the studded like the studded leather jacket. He's got his hair spiked up you, and he goes full Riot Squad. You've kind of got where I'm going. Okay. So uh the next next night Shannon Baszler versus or I also Jax. just want to see Reginald with a mohawk. <laughs> Shannon Baszler and Nia Jax versus the Riot Squad. They win, but they win by cheating. Like they, the the ref takes a bump. They use kendo sticks on the riot squad, and they win. Do they really need to use kendo sticks? They need to cheat for this yeah. for this booking to make sense. Out comes Adam Pierce, mm-hmm. who says, "That's not how Mania works. You don't get to cheat to retain your titles at the biggest show of them all. But you did beat the riot squad, so we're going to give you." One more match. One and it's more going, yeah, match. One more match. And That's fun. Yeah. We were talking about, uh, I, I realized after our uh, our nostalgic like uh, podcast, I forgot the first, because uh, you asked me about the first feud that I remembered. Yeah. And I was wrong. Because I, okay. I talked about Triple H Undertaker, but that was just like, they just came out and just like yelled at each other. Did the things. actual feud was Christian... And Randy Orton, one more match. And it was awesome. One Anyways. More. Uh, so Adam Pierce comes out and he says, That's not how you how we do things at Mania. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put you in a title match right now. Right now. Against another team. And here's the first team, mate, and it's Billy Kay. And she comes out, and she kind of, like, the Riot Squad tried to, like, attach themselves to her, and she's like, no, no. And he says, and the other one is already in the ring. And Reginald turns on Nia Jax. And it's Reginald and Billy Kay versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Reginald and Billy Kay win the women's tag titles. I also love I love how we've just made Reginald has just become an honorary member of the women's division. Like he'll just <laughs> yes. compete for women's titles and no one bats an eye. No, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. And 
Yeah, and this like this brings the Billy Kay story to a full circle because now she's found a teammate and she's got a title. And and everyone thinks Peyton Royce is gonna come out, and it's like <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, they they really they really like you can have you can even have like, Adam Pierce. No, just, you can even have Billy Kay come out and strike a pose. Yeah. She can strike up. She can strike the like iconic pose, and Billy and and Adam Pierce can just go. And her net and her teammate is iconic, and it's Reginald, and it's Reginald. Like they kind of do like a little swerve where you think like, oh, they're gonna bring the iconics back. Mm-hmm. Nope, not at all. Because Reginald like, and they Billy could. K. The iconics never broke up. They just went to different shows. Well, they had to. They did break up. Well, then reunited at the rumble and then for a little bit until billy k like kind of turned her back on peyton Rice. <sighs> well see i weird. i i feel like i'm a lot higher on billy k just in general than you are because yes. i think the whole everything billy k i think everything billy k does is hilarious i want to see her all the time doing whatever it is i want the iconics back like i I think though I think Billy Kay's the whole Billy Kay's whole I don't have a tag team partner anymore. I think it's hilarious. And I think when I think if you open up like other tag teams to kind of start messing with that, kind of like the Riot Squad did uh in the Rumble, I think yeah. I think there's a lot of fun stuff that can happen. Uh you you need I to, just like, want you need to when you have off. this many women's tag teams at Mania, Billy Kay has to be involved in one way or another. Yeah, she has to. She ha- if there isn't, this would that would be like a huge missed opportunity. What if the fifth? What if they introduce a, a surprise fifth team? Oh, like they go and it's like the surprise. Yeah, <gasps> and it's if... Mickey James and Billy Kay, or just because it's WrestleMania and you don't really need an explanation. The they iconics. wouldn't win. It would just be the Iconics. I was also thinking that. Like, but... you don't have them win because they're still on different shows, but because it's Mania. But even then, like, that would even that could even be smart. Like, you can have the Iconics team, and they win because the, uh, the commentators can put over, like, well, they're kind of the only team that's been a team for years. Like, all of these <gasps> other teams. Or. Except for okay. the Riot Squad. Okay. Question. Because I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I'm assuming Mania hopefully does not have a pre-show, right? It's just straight Mania start oh, to finish. Oh, God. <laughs> but what if, because... I don't think there will be a pre-show. Depending on... I almost want the Tag Team Turmoil match to be later in the night. Not like late, late, but not one of the first couple matches. Because what if you have a thing of Billy Kay is... Like, you have a segment backstage... And Billy Kay is like talking with Michael Pierce and she's trying to get into the match. And and Michael Pierce goes, You don't even have a tag team partner. It's Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. Did I say Michael again? You said Michael again. You've said Michael twice. I even I even thought to myself, let's just like make sure you say Adam Pierce. Uh and she's arguing with Adam How Pierce. How dare you you disrespect the scrap daddy like that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Adam Pierce. I'll don't don't sick a moss on me. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> One of my favorite bits. Okay. Okay. I'll go to catering now, Adam Pierce. Please put me in a mania match. 
Hey, Moss, <laughs> if you're a good boy, I'll put you on Mania. Mania, Mania, Mania. Oh. <laughs> and I... And when we say catering, like it's specifically a moss catering, and it's not even good. It's a single like hot dog roller. It's, it's a cereal bar. It's like it's just a box of cornflakes. I got I got my Fruit Loops. I got Fruit Loops. Adam Pierce said he'd get me something special for Mania. Hope we get the he, Frosted Flakes. He told me if I was good boy, I get Cookie Crisp. <laughs> we have disrespected a moss way too much. Uh, anyway, but so uh, imagine Billy Kay is backstage at the start of Mania with Adam Pierce, and she's like, "Put me in the match, put me in the match." And Adam Pierce is like, "You don't even have a tag team partner." And 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 he goes, "Okay, fine. If you find a tag team partner, I'll put you in the match." And then between matches on the card, you have Billy Kay legit, not like in the, like continuing, trying to find like, we could be tag team champions. Let's go. And she gets rejected every, every step of the way. And then you go and then the match comes and the tag team turmoil and the riot squad have gone through and the last music hits and it's Billy Kay. And she comes out by herself and she goes, and she goes like, I'll fight this on my own if I have to. And she goes, and it's this whole thing. And as she walks to the ring, Peyton Royce's music hits behind her. And then the reuni- the re- the the reunion of the Iconics. And you make an actual moment out of it instead yeah. of just, and the Iconics, which would still be fun if if out of nowhere the surprise of like Adam Pierce is just like, congratulations. Yeah, just like, congratulations, Wyatt Squad. But you, you have one more opponent you in this match. One more opponent. Yeah, and it's I, the I, iconic. I actually kind of want I actually kind of want your your booking of it even though like cuz that also makes though, that also turns Billy Kay's jokes into an actual story yeah. of like she like the the her one true friend was was by her all along. This is this is what I want to happen. So at the start of the show uh, at the start of the show instead of saying if you find a tag team partner, I'll put you in. Instead, Pierce says, okay, okay. But, like, he just gets so annoyed with her. That he's like, fine. You're in the match. Find a partner. Yeah. Like, it, but you are in the match. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'll put you in last so that you have as much time as you can to find yeah. a partner. Yeah. But you are in the match. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And so then you have segments where she's trying to hunt people down. I think it would be fun if she tries to get Stephanie yeah, be, yeah, like, and you can do a like, thing of just like do, it's like, WrestleMania, so you can do like yeah. she can go to like Molly Holly yeah, and be like, like hey. Molly Holly, and it's like you've you've just gone in the Hall of Fame. What if what if you want to take title? Yeah. And Molly's like no, no. And then you can go to Stephanie, and Stephanie's <laughs> like no, I don't want to. You can have like Santina Morella, Santina, like, right? Yeah, like, you can do fun mania stuff and just like, like who's around, kind of fun comedy. Yeah, right. And then I do like Billy Kay, kind of. The riot squad is in the ring. They've just won everything. Yeah. And Bailey Kay comes out. She's like, I've tried for months to join you guys. And now I'm going to have to take you on. I'm going to have to take you on alone. But I'm going to do this because I believe in myself. And I want to prove that I can be a good partner. She goes to the ring. And yeah, Peyton Royce's music hits. I think if you're a WWE fan, 
as soon as Adam Pierce is like, find a partner, you <laughs> you're kinda, like, you kind of know yeah. what's about to happen. Yeah. But, but it'd be so fun. Cool. And I think, and, and with, yeah. And I if you do that, win. you have to make them win. If you do something, if you do like a whole like night long story, yeah. you kind of have to have them, like, you can have them, like, I don't know if you have them like beat Nia Jax here's, and. Here's what I would do I would have them win. And on night two, I have them beat Nia Jax yeah. and Shayna Baszler. And they go, they you have a backstage moment, and you go to Adam Pierce and you say, like, listen, we just won the titles, but we're not even technically a tag team because we had to break up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what should we do? And Adam Pierce kind of shrugged, and he's like, I guess you're a tag team again. I guess that's just, it's just what we Can have you imagine? Because it's, we have to, because it's not going to be a full, full crowd, but there will be a crowd. Yeah. Just, they get together and they beat and they do the Iconics pose middle of the ring. Yeah. Just, oh, and the be pop. so, the, it would pop the so pop. hard. The pop when Peyton Royce comes out, the pop when they win, and the pop when they pose. Yeah. It, yeah. So, either way, I don't think, I think the women's tag titles are changing. But we got to move on. We're going to move on to a match that I am not looking forward to. Sheamus versus Riddle for the United States Championship. A feud revolving around scooters. Uh, Matt Riddle, two weeks ago on Raw, just forgot his lines. Uh... He, he was supposed to go up to Asuka and, like, goof around with her. And it's clear that he just forgot what he was supposed to say because he paused, chuckled, and said, Oh, well, see ya. And then he just left. But the cameras kept following him as if, like, you've got more stuff to do, pal. I don't think this is going to be a good match. I think it'll be a fine match. But this will definitely be a cooldown of whatever, like, this will yeah. definitely be the yeah. cooldown match yeah. of whatever. Like, if, this, if they're smart, this is the match that goes on before the main event. Yeah. And it's, like, seven minutes. I think Sheamus wins. I also think Sheamus wins. Because his last three feuds, he's lost. Yeah. I do, I still wish they would have brought McIntyre Sheamus to Mania. But they yeah. wanted to do Bobby Lashley. I I kind of want I wanted them to do something else with Sheamus because they did like the WWE like day of and they did fast lane because they wanted to follow McIntyre and Sheamus mm-hmm. around because they've been friends for so long. Right? Yeah, and I remember and there is this moment where Sheamus is talking and he just starts breaking down and cries and he says. I missed you, man. Like, I miss you so fucking much. Mm-hmm. And it cuts and it's Cesaro standing there. <laughs> and I really want them to build a story out of that. Yeah. Like, maybe Seth is just destroying Cesaro and Sheamus runs out to the ring. And, yeah, Cesaro loses by DQ, but Sheamus just absolutely Batter Seth because you don't touch Cesaro. It's just a weird thing of just like just we just want Sheamus to be doing something interesting. I know we just want him to be doing something because he's good. He's a good yeah. promo. He's good in the ring. Give him something. And neither of us are super high on Riddle, and so it's just no, like a, I don't yeah. think I don't even particularly think Riddle's that good in the ring. No, like he's a fine promo. I can't stand how he cuts a promo. Oh. 
I just can't stand. I just don't like the idea of his character. No, I don't either. Like his character is just that he no sells and under and underplays everyone else's character. Yeah. Like you imagine, like his character, his character is, is so like restrictive. The... Like he his character is that he shuts down other characters. Like imagine him trying to have like a promo against the fiend. Yeah. And the he fiend can't... is doing all this stuff, and Rill's just like, whatever, bro. Yeah. And it's just like it doesn't I, work. There's a reason that Brock Lesnar went up to Riddle at. Uh, I think it was a rumble, and just told him, I'm never fucking having a match with you. Yeah. Like, he just told him, I'm not having a feud with you. Vince can't pay me enough to do it. Yeah. Like, there's a reason. Brock Lesnar, say what you want about Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar knows the wrestling business. Yeah. He knows what gets things over. Mm -hmm. Right? There, If he went goes up to you and says, I'm not having a feud with you, that means you are a problem. Yeah. Right. I also and I also have faith like from what I have heard of just general interactions of Brock Lesnar, he's he's honestly a not a bad dude. No, he seems like he seems like kind of a grump. Yeah. But he seems And even then, like he's just kind of quiet. Like yeah. he's He seems like he's willing to do the job oh, like, yeah. if he needs to. And like because they've had him do the job like every mania for the past however many years. Right. Like, and they, I mean and he he didn't do a job to AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, but he sold for them like they were yeah absolutely destroying him. Mm -hmm. And so, like he and it's not even like Lesnar is against like general like having fun. Like no. I still think the Brock party is yeah. one of the I've, funnier yeah. things that just just Brock's whole thing with Money in the Bank was so genuinely funny. Yeah, it was it was so funny and enlightening, and it it. Made Brock feel like a person. It again. made me hate Brock Lesnar just a little less. Oh, I love Brock Lesnar. But like, I I like Brock Lesnar, the human being. I don't like Brock Lesnar on my he's television. He's not against screen. having fun because we saw at the around the Rumble time last year when our Truth came out and oh, said yeah. he was gonna uh, fight Paul Heyman at the Rumble, mm -hmm. and Brock cracked up and he, he just went, cracked up he went backstage and asked vince to be put in more for him to be put in more segments with our truth because yeah. he loved our truth yeah right it's so he's so, not against like having fun yeah but he's uh, he's against being made to look dumb yeah and if he was with riddle brock knows that like riddle would run him down yeah riddle would and not not in an entertaining right like if he if it was like brock and steve austin like steve austin would run him down but he would do it in such a way that made for an entertaining match. Yeah. Riddle wouldn't. Yeah. Right? Like, Riddle should be ticked off mm -hmm. right now. Because, like, Sheamus hit him with a scooter. Like, that's... That hurt. Sure did. Like, like, yeah. And also, Sheamus beat Riddle. Mm -hmm. And so, Riddle should be ticked off right now. And he's just kind of like, oh, whatever, man. I'm just... I gotta face Sheamus. And, like, he's yeah. a big baddie. Whatever, but, bro. Yeah, so... I hope Seamus wins, and this is the end. Speaking of things that I just want to end, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in Sami Zayn's corner. They were so close. They were so close to having the WrestleMania match that we've been wanting for years. So close. The finale of Sami and Kevin. It's, I believe it's never happened on the main roster. It has. It has. Twice. Has it, has it happened twice? Twice. There was... Because I know they fought with each other. No. So there was... They have... 
Because I believe I believe one on one on the main roster they're one and one. Because okay. um, I forget. I remember Battleground 2016. Sammy won, and I think the paper was it Extreme Rules 20, or maybe it was Payback 2016. Before that, in 2016, they had a match and Kevin won. Okay. So they they kind of did the feud a bit when uh, Sammy got called up in 2016 and they went one and one and then they started tagging together and that whole thing happened so and we were all just like oh it's they're gonna go to mania and have like their final uh thing but it never happened and now they're finally one-on-one at wrestlemania and you were so close so unbelievably close and you then ruined you just it. Had to put a Logan Paul in there. I think if there's one solace we can take, and this is my prediction, it's, it's that Logan Paul's getting stunned. Is that Logan Paul's going to eat a stunner? Yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> even if Sammy wins, Logan Paul's eating. a No, stunner. that's my. That's actually my prediction that Logan Paul will help Sammy win, and Sammy will win, but Kevin will like pop up and just give them both a stunner. I actually think. Kevin Owens is probably going to win because mm-hmm. they're they do the they're doing the like conspiracy thing, right? Yeah. And so I think I think Kevin Owens yes. is going to win. So their their first match one on one was at Payback 2016 where Kevin won, and then at Battleground 2016 Sammy won. I know I know it's not going to happen. Okay, mm-hmm. I know it's not going to happen. I'm going to say this again. Mm-hmm. I know it's not going to happen. Okay, but what I want to happen? Yes. Is for Sammy and Logan to come out and they kind of shuck and jive, right? And uh, Sammy can say like, "Oh, I have a legit fighter in my corner," because <laughs> Logan Paul's like boxed one match against an NBA superstar before. And Kevin Owens comes out, and he's like, "Well, Sammy, I was just so scared that you had a legit fighter in your corner that I needed to go get a legit fighter of my own." And it's Floyd Mayweather. I know it's not gonna happen <laughs> because he's on. He's been on AEW. Oh. Like he was on AEW this week, so I know it's not gonna happen. But imagine, and and can you imagine? I can imagine like, it being awful. I mean, you you're not gonna have anything that's good. No. With Logan Paul. No. But this is probably the best thing you can do with him. I I mean, no. The best thing you can do is have Kevin Owens win and give him the stunner of a lifetime. Yeah. And knowing... Granted, I don't want to, but I will give Logan Paul a small amount of credit. Very small. Incredibly small. Is that he has, in the last couple years, he had his peak of being an awful human being a, a number of years ago. And he has started to claw his way back from from the absolute pits of hell. Are you thinking of Jake Paul? No. Because Jake Paul was the YouTuber who got like kicked off of YouTube. Logan Paul's the one who filmed Bodies in the Suicide Forest. I thought that was Jake. That is Logan. I, no, that was Jake. That is Logan. Because uh, there was the whole thing of... Uh, no, because Jake was doing stupid stuff in his mansion with his when na- like setting shit on fire, like, and Logan Paul did the stupid Japan stuff. 
Jake Paul's the boxer. Okay, never mind. No, they've both done boxing. They have both done boxing? Logan Paul has done boxing, and he was the main event, and Jake was in the undercard. Okay, I was going to say, because Jake Paul, apparently Jake Paul is going up against Ben Askren. Yeah. Uh, which I was not aware of until just now, and woo boy. Uh, um, and I say he's calling back in that Logan Paul is largely like he's doing the boxing thing and he's largely just stayed in his own world. Like he hasn't done anything excruciatingly stupid. And I think I hope the reason Logan Paul is there is because the WWE knows that everyone hates Logan Paul. And I hope that they get the WrestleMania pop by having them lose and he eats a stunner. Yeah. And hopefully Logan's a good sport and he sells it like death. I because think... if I think this could be fun if if Sammy and Logan lose and Logan does a does a good sell on a stunner. I think that's probably what's gonna happen. Because I think I think that'll be fun. Like get it'll because people will like to see Logan Paul get his ass whooped, and it'll be fun to see him eat a stunner. Okay, so next on the card. Wait, what? Hold on. I have to... What? Hmm? Are you looking at what I'm looking at? Are you on the Intercontinental title match? Okay, so I have no idea why this is. Uh-huh. I think it's maybe the stipulation for the match. Mm -hmm. So, odd CBS Sports. Yep. All it says is Intercontinental Champion <laughs> uh, Championship, Biggie. <laughs> In like with a little seed to imitate yep. that he's a champion mm -hmm. versus Apollo Cruz. Does it say Nigerian? It says Nigerian drum. <laughs> so I have to, I have so to the match, I, the yeah. match is Big E defending against Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental Championship in a Nigerian drum fight. Okay, so that is it's the it's the type of match. It's the type of match. <laughs> I was just like, why does it say Nigerian drum? What? Because I haven't watched Raw and I haven't watched SmackDown in a week, and so I'm I'm a week behind. Uh, so I'm just, yeah, and so it's it's a no DQ match. It's another yeah. It's, it's another type of no DQ match. Yes. Uh, Biggie probably wins. I think Apollo wins. Granted, that was my pick at payback, but I think Apollo's winning. I can't see them. He has a new signature match. Of course he's going to win it. I can't see them having all of the New Day lose is my only thing. That's fair. I think, I think Apollo loses. I, I could see Apollo losing. I, I think this is another toss up, but I think I'm I think I'm gonna roll with Apollo just out of hope that they let him do something uh, that isn't just I am Nigerian, <laughs> born in California. But he is Nigerian, born in California. But he is Nigerian. <laughs> uh, yeah. Moving so on. Moving on. There's not. I mean, it's gonna be another fun match. Yeah. I'm going to the, love it because it's a Haas match. We but. We had a I would call this less of a Haas match because Apollo Cruz is a Haas that moves like a cruiserweight. But did you see their match at Payback? Or no. at, uh Fastlane? No. Oh. It was it was I mean, it was a good match until the finish and then it was a bad finish. But Yeah. But yeah. I think I just think the whole draw of this match is the fact that you can say the words Nigerian drum match 
and not be a, joking. A couple times. Yeah. How, over under how many times do they say the phrase Nigerian drum match? Oh. Ethan, I'm, I think I found our drinking game. I'm Oh, God, no, we'll die. <laughs> I'm going seven. Oh, seven? I'm going to take the over on that. You're go- you're gonna take over. I'm gonna on take seven. over on seven. You're gonna take over on seven, and I'm not talking about just during the match. I'm talking about throughout the night. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely hammer the over. Hammer that over. Hammer okay. that over. We'll see. Uh, the next match. Oh boy, uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton <laughs> in what is just now a. Like straight up singles match, mm-hmm. I was for sure th- that they were going to do a Firefly Funhouse match. I they should, but, but they Raw has happened, and there's been no word on that. So I guess it's probably just going to be a straight up singles match, which is lame. The Fiend's first singles match at Mania. So the thing with. Last year's Mania, the Firefly Funhouse, was one of my, one of probably like my favorite thing WWE has done in a long time. So I, I will, I'll give some background into this. So I was watching, uh, I watched with the What Culture commentary mm-hmm. on, and I wasn't really paying attention because I was kind of like, oh, I think this match is going to be dumb. And I, so I started like doing some homework, and then I realized like they're not talking. And I look and I looked at my phone to just make sure. It Is was it running. just their mouths that yeah. gape? And it was just their mouths, like, I mean, it, you can't see it on an audio platform, but yeah, it was just their mouths were wide open, and I like looked up at my screen, and it was John Cena in NWO gear <laughs> scrumming the championship, and I was like, wait, I gotta go back. <laughs> I gotta and watch rewind it. a bit. I was like, I gotta know how we got here. Like, Genuinely, <laughs> I have shown. Like people who don't actively watch wrestling, like my my younger cousin who occasionally like watched wrestling when he was younger and he was the John Cena guy. I I showed him the Firefly Funhouse match because I'm like, this is so good. I love everything about this. This is the best thing I've seen WWE do in a long time. And I granted, I think there's a lot less room for that with Randy Orton than there is with John Cena. I think there's more room for it, but I think you have to include like backstage stories that WWE might not want to bring. I don't know. I think the way that WWE that John Cena did it, that's kind of the only way you can. Where it's any like any like non kayfabe like backstage stuff. Like, they somewhat mentioned it, yes, but it was more implied. Yeah. And that's kind of the way that you need to you need to right. do that in wrestling because I do not like it when they're just like, well, like, when they hop on the mic and they're like, well, backstage, you're a meanie. And it's just like, I... There's, there's one Firefly Funhouse match that I want to see more than anything, and it would have to be all non-kayfabe stuff for it to work. And it's Bray Wyatt. And this is what I want at next year's Mania. So, uh, WWE, we know you listen. Start booking this. <laughs> Bray Wyatt versus Vince McMahon. That'd be a wild ride. It, you would watch. Of course. I would watch. 
It doesn't matter. You could do a Firefly Funhouse with Bobby Lashley and I'd watch it. Of course, because Bobby Lashley would probably shoot lasers out of his mouth and disintegrate the fiend. He would too. Just he would. I so yeah. this match this match needs to be this match needs to have a stipulation because you can't just have like it also needs to you're be just gonna have the fiend squash Randy Orton. It also just needs to be like some because like we say the fiend, the fiend. It's Bray Wyatt with the same moveset as Bray Wyatt. Just yes. just moves a little wonkier, right? And and he doesn't sell. And yeah. And we've seen Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton one on one in a singles match at WrestleMania. And it wasn't great. No. Can I You you had worms projected onto the ring from give above. Me a, give me a, give me an over under here. RKO's hit on the feet. Give me a number and I'm going to go over or under. Oh. Because I'm I'm half is if this stays a singles match, I'm half predicting this to go the way of the Seth Rollins deal where it's just like bunch just of finishers. Finisher, finisher. Yeah. Fi- yeah. I'm going to go 4 over under. Oh, I'm hammering the over. Hammering over I, on 4. I'm uh, going at least 6. 6? Yeah. I'm going at least six. I think Alexa Bliss eats one. I think this is where she eats one. Uh, yeah. I think I think the fiend eats one. I think he gives one to the ref just because he can't control himself. <laughs> he just he gets stuck on RKO mode. It's like Shawn Michaels with the super my, kicks. Yeah. Where it's just anyone in his path just RKO. My my Xbox controller. Uh, the A button is jammed, and so occasionally when I'm playing 2K, I'll just accidentally give like the ref a suplex. I think that's what Orton's gonna be doing. Like he'll 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 RKO button. the fiend, he'll yeah. RKO Alexa, and the ref will just be standing near when he pops up, and he'll just, he just pop up and up, just boom. immediate. Yeah, and he's going crazy. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna have like six or seven RKO. He gets hit. stuck on RKO mode, so even after everyone's down, he keeps jumping up and RKOing the air. <laughs> He, he goes into the crowd and just starts RKOing fans. <laughs> like, he goes oh. over, gives Michael Cole an RKO. <laughs> All right. Um, but no matter what happens, Fiend I think wins. This, yeah, I think Fiend's going to win. And I hope they do something because my prediction of this match is that it'll be disappointing, which is a sad thing to think. Like I, I hope that they do something interesting, but just the way it's currently set up, it's just gonna be disappointing. <laughs> this will be a disappointment. A disappointment. <laughs> so we've already talked about Rhea Ripley and Asuka. Besides the main event, what else are we? Because I want to talk about the main event last. Mm-hmm. What else is there? Is there anything else there? So on Wikipedia, the seven matches are the main event. Okay. Asuka versus Ripley. We talked about it. Fiend versus Orton. Okay. Biggie versus Apollo Crews. Okay. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Okay. Riddle versus Sheamus. Yep. And the Women's Tag Championship. Okay. Let's hit that main event then. Uh, yeah. So the main event, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. WrestleMania 30. Anybody? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Bryan wins this one. The only absolute I have is that Edge is not winning. 
I'm not even sure about that. I I could see Daniel Bryan, especially because it's the first show back with a crowd, and they're gonna want the yes they're chance. They're gonna want the yes chance. I, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Like, I think if send send your first in send your first your first crowd that you've had in over 14 months. Send your very first like send them home happy. Give the yes, and what better man to make a crowd happy than Daniel Bryan? I could yeah. see there is a world where they they do the thing and they have Roman Reigns win. Which, but then who do you have? Because because here's my thing: is that you need if Roman Reigns were to win this match, the heat would be palpable. Oh, it would be it would be palpable, but you would need that building would get burned to the ground. There's there's no there is currently there is no face on the SmackDown roster that is set up to beat Roman. Reigns. I consider Reginald the face. <laughs> he. They're not going to put the title on someone in the women's division. Come on. That's true. Come on. This isn't right. the 90s. This isn't the 90s? What are you talking about? And he's not China. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Because if Roman Reigns wins this one, the heat's palpable. He goes in the biggest heel that oh. WWE has seen in a long time. He's a, he would be a massive heel. But, like, then, but then who does he face? Like, there's I, nobody. I know who he faces. Who? Adam Cole. Called up from NXT. But he's a heel the last time we saw him on NXT. If Adam Cole shows up on SmackDown, there is not a person that would dare boo him. Especially if he shows up and attacks Roman Reigns. See, I'm conflicted because what I want is... Oh, sorry. Adam Cole, baby. What I want is Daniel Bryan. Because Bryan has talked about, like, in-ring, that this might be his last mania. Mm -hmm. That he is getting ready to retire. He's getting too, uh, too old for this shit, right? Yeah. And so I want this to be a story that carries on for a year. And okay. I want Daniel Bryan to come out and he says, I, you know, I won this title. I've, I've main evented Mania twice. I'm 2-0 in the main event of Mania. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody else can say that, right? Yeah. Even if they can, just say nobody else can say that. Right? Yeah. And fans will believe you. Uh, and he says, this title, you fans, mean more to me. Than anything I I can, than than anything that I can put into words, mm -hmm. and I want to give you the best champion that you deserve, you know. And he says, so because of that, the moment I lose, and the moment I lose this championship, is the moment I retire. Mm -hmm. And you have Daniel Bryan go on an undefeated streak for nearly a year. And you have him against great, like you yeah. have like Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. Oh my God. You have Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro. 
oh my god. You have da- you can have Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. You can have Daniel Bryan versus Edge at the Rumble. And he's beating all these guys. And then the winner of the 2022 Rumble is Adam Cole. And Cole grabs the mic and he says, I don't have to wait. Daniel Bryan, I'm coming after you. And that's how the Rumble goes off the air. I think... Mania 38, I, Cole beats Bryan to retire Do you Daniel think Bryan. Cole stays in NXT for the year? Or do you think he gets called up and kind of middles? I think he gets called up. I think he faces... I think because I think I think the big the big one of the big call ups this year will be Adam Cole. I think he gets called up. I think he gets put in the uh, U.S. title picture for a l- little bit, and he can hold that title, mm-hmm. and he can kind of uh, <clears throat> just kind of bide his time till the Rumble. I think at Survivor Series you could have, say, I don't know, Adam Cole versus maybe. Finn Balor versus So I think it's I've been interesting Roderick that strong where we're in agreement that no matter who wins uh I also find it cuz we have not mentioned the possibility that Edge wins which is I not I don't see it I I could see it for one reason and one I could see it for two reasons mm-hmm. number 1 ratings yeah and they would think Edge as champion draws fans in. Number two, Christian is on AEW. And so I could see them saying, well, our nostalgic superstar is the champion. Mm. Who's theirs? Like, what's he doing? Yeah. So I could see it for two reasons. I don't think it happens. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. If Daniel Bryan wins, I want him to pin Edge. I yeah. don't think he pins wow. Roman. If Roman wins, he needs to pin Daniel Bryan. Oh. Can you imagine? Yeah, he <laughs> does. <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, no, poor Daniel Bryan. I was like, poor Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? The heat if he pins Daniel Bryan. He pins Daniel Bryan. And if you're going to have fans on the SmackDown after Mania, just have Roman come out. And literally stand there. It's like it's like when booze. he beat it's like when he beat Undertaker. It's like when he beat Undertaker. And he stand just there ten minutes. He just stands there and soaks it in. And he just takes he just takes the mic and he just says, "I'm still the head of the table." And he leaves. Mm-hmm. Like that's all he said. He says right. And you could even do an homage to that, and you could have him say like, "This is my yard now." Yeah. You can, you can do that, but. I think yeah. If if Daniel Bryan is losing, he needs to be the one that's pinned. If Daniel Bryan is winning, I think you have him pin uh, Roman, or you have him pin Edge. So then you can have Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam for the title. Sure. And Roman can say like, "You never beat me. Like you beat some washed up veteran." Yeah. Right. And I also think. Here's what I think they should do. Daniel Bryan pins Edge. Edge comes out on SmackDown and he says, like, when I came back, I wanted to answer the question of, like, what if I'd never left? But I realize now that even though 
I never quite moved on from the industry. The industry moved on from me. It, you know, the current WWE is no place that I can survive. I'm, I'm too old. I'm too beaten up. I'm too run down. And my story has come to a close. I have finally lost the championship that I never truly lost. And he retires. Oh, he... And they... He never the, even... Okay. The crowd... Well, he came back. Well, oh, you're saying the championship thing. Yeah. I know, but that's what WWE is saying. So It's a different title. I know. It's like you you point out, it's like it's technically the WCW title that yeah. he lost. Yeah. Well, uh, tech, more specifically, like if it was for the... Yeah. The WWE Championship, sure, because like combining the Universal yeah. title has nothing to do with no, it's the World Heavy. It has the place of the World Heavyweight title, but it is not the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, but that's what WWE's been saying, so we're going to go with it. And I think, you know, they're chanting, and Edge can say, like, I don't know what's next for me. I don't know, like, I want to stay around, but I don't know what's next. Over the speakers, Vince McMahon's music hits. <sighs> And he comes out. Oh, no. And he says... <laughs> the color is starting to drain from my face. <laughs> and he challenges Edge to a match at the... No. <laughs> and he challenges me. Edge to a McMahon's Funhouse match. <laughs> no. Instead, he says, WWE is nothing without its superstars. WWE is nothing without Edge. And he says, I would like to offer you the position of general manager... Of Monday Night Raw. Right. Of Raw. And then you say Adam Pierce is the general manager of SmackDown because he's been involved in the Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon stuff. Mm-hmm. And Edge is the general manager of Raw. And you don't have them fight except for, and I know it's probably not going to happen, but at Survivor Series, I want Edge versus Adam Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> You madman. All of this just for your one match. I want Adam Pierce in a match so bad. Uh. So it's Mania. One, I want an interesting, not not the obvious prediction, but one interesting prediction. It's Mania, and there's always cameos from, say, Hall of Famers and who What's give me give me a sleeper pick for who you think we will see this weekend on Mania? I will also guarantee that there will be at least one like impromptu match that happens. Yeah, that. But it's gonna be like a mid card match. It's not gonna be. When I say impromptu, I mean like The Rock versus the Wyatt family or oh, something like that. I don't think that's gonna happen. No, that happened a few. That's I use that as reference a few years from a few years ago. No, no, I know it happened a few years yeah. ago. I don't think it's going to happen this. You don't year. think there's gonna be a weird impromptu Hall of Famer match? No, no. I think only because they just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think the NWO makes an appearance. I don't know during what. Oh, no. We're going to uh, see Hulk Hogan, aren't we? Well, Hogan's hosting. No, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, Hogan's hosting. Manny is ruined. Yeah, it's Hogan and Titus O'Neil that are hosting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Bash my head against the wall. I think we're going to see the NWO. Uh, and if 
if they did an impromptu match, I know what I would want. Mm-hmm. I would want Hogan, Hall, and Nash versus Triple H, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, oh, God. and X-Pac. Stop. NWO versus DX. We had this. We we had this match. We kind of had this we match. We kind of had this we, match. We we had the run-ins for NWO and DX, but we did not have NWO versus DX. Here's a question. Okay. Will we see the appearance, not a match, the appearance of one Mr. U Taker? No. No. No taker. No taker. I have a question for you. Okay. Will we see the appearance, not a match, the appearance of one, mister? I think I have a guess of who you're going to say. Rock the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Rock the Dwayne. Dwayne <laughs> the Roke Johnson. Uh, yes, will we see The Rock? It's, I think we will see The Rock. It's in Florida. It's in Florida. The and poster is kind of stealing from a rock catchphrase. Like the poster says, like, finally, dot, dot, dot. WrestleMania is back in business. I think The Rock, I think we see The Rock. I don't even think he makes an appearance in person. I think we see him on the Titantron. I think we will see The Rock. Will we? Here's another one. Here's where I thought you were going. Will we? See the appearance of one Jonathan Cena. No. No big man. No John. I don't think we see John Cena. I think. I think if we saw John Cena, the only way you could really put John Cena in that would make sense is if you did the Firefly Funhouse match. And and I'm stealing this from Adam Blompier upon Stefan Known because I think it's really fun. You can have Randy Orton's Firefly Funhouse be a lead into like John Cena's final run. Mm-hmm. And you can have the fiend kind of in a funhouse and they're in a ballroom, right? And Fiend says, I want to dance with you, Randy, but you but I cannot because you've always been taken by another man. And out comes John Cena. Obviously. You're a lover. John Cena, Randy Orton. And they can do like a little, I think it'd be fun if they did like a little waltz together. And then John Cena just kind of like disappears and move on. Right. And that kind of brings John Cena back uh, for one last run. But I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to have a Firefly Funhouse match, and so I don't see, think we see John Cena. You don't. You don't see any John. He is I, still. He is still trapped in the Funhouse. I've. I've got one for you. He is trapped in the Funhouse until another one happens, and Bray Wyatt opens the door, and John Cena scurries out like he's been <laughs> trapped in there for a year, with his like with a big beard and his hair is long, and he's like, "Go." Oh. I've got a question for you. Okay. Do we not during Mania, but on like a kickoff panel? Uh huh. Do we see CM Punk? No. No. You're no. You're a hard no. No. I, I am absolutely also, not. I am also a hard no. 
Absolutely not. Okay, so one more thing that I want to get to, and then you can... Though, have you seen the some of the best wrestling Twitter stuff I've seen? Have you seen the stuff between CM Punk and The Fiend? Yeah! It's yeah, yeah, yeah. so good! Where, where CM Punk is just like, nope, not yeah, yeah, yeah. having where any of that. CM Punk responded, it was like, of like when The Fiend came back, yeah. and CM Punk tweeted a picture of the new Nexus with Husky Harris. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, so, um... So we're over the whole uh, whipping mm-hmm. thing, right? You know, like bygones be bygones, right? <laughs> right. And then like cue a whole like thing back and forth of just them. Yeah. I, I appreciate how much of like a fun, good sport CM Punk is. Yeah. Where like he's, it's I, having, it's it's genuinely like a fun thing to see happening. And just like. What I really appreciate is that he 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 has fun with the wrestling business mm-hmm. without exposing the wrestling business yeah it's like, a lot of fun he he never he never got on twitter and was like oh this is stupid like this is the dude who i used to whip and now he's doing like a stupid like he he <sighs> genuinely acted scared on well yeah twitter he's genuinely he's, like he's in and he he can tell like obviously like he was in a stable with bray white with yeah. bray white i assume that they are friends yeah and he's he sees and he's just like good for him yeah and, and, and so he's like, I'm going to try to help him and just, like, get him some. My my favorite thing, though, was. So, oh, hold on. I will say, uh, gradually, have you seen, released over the past year, the one, like, big, like, interview thing that CM Punk did with, like, one of, like, the shoot interviews? No. Where he talked about one big question was what it would take for him to return to the WWE. I've, have you I've, seen that one? I've seen the quote where he was like it would have to be a really good story no that's not the quote oh really what is it basically the quote is is um it was it was really interesting because he compared it to uh there was one show that he worked where stone cold was backstage and uh and everyone was going around like stone cold stone cold and cm punk was the only one that went up to stone cold and he's like i have an idea i'm gonna do my match what if you just like come out at the end and just give me a stunner? And Stone Cold was like, yeah, all right. And then, and so like it was a whole thing where CM Punk had his match. It might have even been like a house show or something. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but it was some event that Stone Cold wasn't even like, he was just around backstage. And CM Punk was just like, it would be, wouldn't it be really cool if you just came out, and gave me a stunner? And, yeah. and they did it and they got backstage and Stone Cold was like, yeah, I've been back for a bunch of shows and you're the first person to ask me to come out and do something with them. Everyone else just assumes that I'm just here for big business and they can't talk to me. And it's just yeah. like, all it takes is just like, and CM Punk was just like, sometimes I'll, and see, and so he said, uh, his answer to the question of what it would take, he goes, sometimes he's just like, you, it's like, all it you, takes is someone to ask. Yeah. It's just like, you just got to ask. And so presumably it's yeah. the 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 presumed response is like he would be down to come back if if they give him a call. If it's well and he also he's also said and he's basically shoot, just like to make it happen, you gotta ask first and they haven't asked. He's also said in shoot interviews that he, he would need a really good story. Yeah. Right. He would he would need a good story to, to entice him to come back. But also there has been reports that Vince McMahon doesn't want to work with Punk. Which is weird. And it, it's interesting because gradually over time, Punk has been more and more involved in He's like, gotten more wrestling. And more, and more, and in more wrestling. specifically WWE. 
Like yeah, he was on yeah, yeah. the he was on the Fox show. He was on backstage. He was on backstage. He's just been like interacting with the product mm-hmm. on like Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. So he's he interacts with he's, people. He's like a bunch of years have passed and he's gradually like he started to fall like he's gotten closer to the business again because like when he did UFC stuff, Mm -hmm. he was pretty much like ignoring it. He was just like, don't talk to me about it. I don't care anymore. I think he's probably softened up a bit. And yeah. And I think he's just a lot more jovial about it because I think in that interview he said that like he's not angry about anything anymore. Yeah. I don't think he's I see. And people keep saying like, oh, he's going to go to AEW. He's going to. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go to AEW because AEW, in, and this is in Punk's own words, disrespected him. Yeah. And I don't think he no longer, I don't think he any longer views what the WWE did as disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I think that he's probably had talks with Vince about, especially about like receiving his firing papers on his wedding day. Yeah. Which he has claimed that he is never, he was never even upset about. Like he thought it was more funny than anything. Which seems like from what I've seen of Punk, that seems like he that would be his response of like, yeah. that's really funny. Yeah. Where he was just like, can't believe this would happen to me on this day. Yeah. Right. Uh, although he did also say on his uh, Colt Cabana podcast appearance that he he did say that like. He in no way thought it was an accident. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah. Would he? I. At the end of the day, I don't think he comes back to the WWE. I don't. No. I, at I least not we, right now. I think we've seen the last of CM Punk in a wrestling ring. Really, I think. Per, competing in a ring, sure. I could see not now. Not even this year. Eventually, I could see him come back and make an appearance. I could see. Imagine Raw. Imagine the 30th anniversary of Raw. Imagine, granted, for the 30th anniversary, it would be in the garden. But imagine they're back traveling. And imagine it's, say, in Chicago. And as one of the, one of the guests, CM Punk just shows up. I could see some I could see him making like a one-off guest appearance, right? Or I could see like say on John Cena's final run, right? He just comes that back be, for a, for a one-time I, thing. I think he I think if you bring Punk back, he has to face John Cena or maybe Triple H. I think and I don't even think you could bring him back for a match. I think say like Cena's final like retirement run, I see him coming back as just like Cena's greatest adversary. I, I could see I could see if they ever did a retirement ceremony for Cena. Yeah. I could see CM Punk coming out and just saying a few words and saying, you know, I was I was your best opponent. Yeah. Honestly. And Cena was Punk I could was, see, and Cena was probably Punk's best opponent. There's there's one there's one feud that I could see coming out of it. And it would just be for like a solid month. Right. Just lead up to a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I'm money. still holding out. The next time the the Royal Rumble is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Just in your mind, envision as number Steampunk doesn't come out, but imagine the next time like shows go on the road and imagine the Royal Rumble in Chicago, in Chicago. as number 30 counts down. Imagine the CM Punk chant. Imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'm I'm imagining this is this is how I would book book Punk returning. So it's John Cena's retirement ceremony, and screw it, I'm gonna steal from you and put it in Chicago. Like and I mean, anything that Punk does has to be in Chicago. Yeah, I don't see yeah. CM Punk returning in anywhere but Chicago. And and I think it has to be in Chicago, and it's the retirement match, or it's the retirement ceremony, and everybody's coming out to say. Congratulations, Big Match John. Congratulations, Big Match John. And Edge can come out. And in this version of reality, Edge is still a superstar. He's okay. still like fighting. In this okay. In a couple of years. From in the now. year twenty forty. I mean, he did sign like a ten year contract. Mm-hmm. But so he, he comes out and he says, John, you and I, we were each other's biggest adversaries. We were each other's biggest rivals. And John's like, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you kinda were. And then Randy Orton comes out. And then Randy Orton comes out. And he goes, no, 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 no. I was John's biggest rival. I was John's biggest opponent. And then Cult of Personality hits. The crowd goes wild. And CM Punk comes out. And he says, by my count, John's only had one five-star match. I am... John's biggest opponent like I am his I was his biggest rival and you just have a quick like three three week one month feud between CM Punk Randy Orton and Edge over who over over who had the best match with John Cena like it it's fun it's stupid it's silly it's real stupid like I think CM Punk would be down for that and also, I don't think he and would. also the millions of dollars that they would pay him. <laughs> like, like you, you absolutely open the checkbook for CM Punk. Oh, yeah. and say say a number and we'll double it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but I to round this off, I want and we'll each give one mm-hmm. one WrestleMania moment that is not that we have not discussed yet. What's what's one WrestleMania moment we think that's going to happen? So I've got mine. One of my biggest one thing I'm disappointed about with this mania is that there's no big fun ladder match. Oh yeah. Because for how many manias was there just whether it be the Intercontinental title or the tag title or back when Money in the Bank was on Mania, there was there was always a big, stupid, fun ladder match. And I think the the reason that was so fun is because like it was always kind of a surprise like it was it was always a really random guy who won it right like the intercontinental title match won by Zack Ryder or sure. or like or back in money in the bank won by Jack Swagger uh and i i really i'm kind of going down the card and i'm trying to think of a match that'll that'll really surprise like that but there isn't really anything there with a bunch of people that allows for a big wrestlemania moment like that well you're you're in front of the crowd so you need to have one big wrestlemania moment yeah and i would say this is what i would do it's during the main event night two Uh uh-huh and they're all fighting and edge has Spirit and for this to work, I would say before the match, it's changed to a false count anywhere. Okay, 
just because it needs to be okay for this to work. So Roman goes and he spears Edge through a barricade, mm-hmm. gets Edge out of the way, and Roman. Uh, before this, Edge has speared Daniel Bryan like on the floor, so Bryan is holding his ribs. He's he's in a bad way, and Roman is standing over him, shit talking like nothing. Mm-hmm. Looks up to a super kicking stereo from the Usos, mm-hmm. and Jimmy and Jay are back, and they just both super kick Roman, and they they help Daniel Bryan up. And they're like, go, go, like, get him. And, you know, you can have Dan and Brian, like, pin Roman Reigns, one, two, kick out. He throws. Then you can get them all in the ring. Dan and Brian hits the running knee on Reigns, locks in the yes lock on Edge. I'll say this does not have to be false count anywhere. It doesn't have to be, but it's kind of like. And it also wouldn't be because false count anywhere. They leave the match after six. They leave the ring after six seconds and never return. That's true. So it doesn't have to be false count It's anywhere. just no DQ. But yeah, because, yeah, 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 because triple threats are no DQ anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you have, which I've never understood. I, <laughs> I, I've never I, gotten. I intuitively understand it. I don't understand people that don't, because I'm just like, well, okay, say someone, uh, and say someone has to get disqualified, but like yeah. they they did an action that would disqualify them, but when yeah. but wasn't like against anyone else, I guess. So like an action in which they would I can't think of one, but like if in terms of story, like if someone were to do an action that disqualifies themselves, but doesn't award any. Okay, say someone has a kendo stick in each hand, right, and they. Hit some. They hit both opponents with a kendo stick. Okay. How do you call the match? The match has to end by disqualification, and that's the end of the match. But who wins? If two people are hit by a kendo, and it's just like stuff like that. Well, you don't have to worry about it because it's no DQ anyway. And see, if if they explained it like that, I would kind of be like, okay, that feels kind of stupid, but I can see what you're trying to do. But they never explained it. Like they've never. I'll tell you why. Because in a triple threat match, you need people to. You need one person to be laying on the outside for half the match and not be counted out. That's true. That's That's, why it's no DQ. That's why it's no DQ, so that you can't get counted out. But and you just generally have more freedom. I I also never understand why anything for the title is not a well. I kind I kind of understand this more in a non kayfabe storyline. Or in a non-kayfabe way. So in a non-kayfabe way, I understand that you have a triple threat match to protect a champion so that the champion can lose and lose the title without getting pinned, right? Yeah. I don't understand in the kayfabe world why you don't just make it an elimination match. Yeah. Oh, like, like that seems to be the easiest workaround is make it a triple threat elimination match. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand, like, they've never explained in kayfabe why can't we make this an elimination match? Like, why can't this just be elimination? Yeah. Right. And like I said, I understand in reality you need to protect the champion. Triple threat matches with a champion. If the championship changes hands, the champion never gets pinned. Yeah. Which is why I think if Daniel Bryan wins, he pins, he pins Edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. So that that's my prediction. I think the Usos come back and insert themselves into the tag team because the tag scene needs new life mm-hmm. desperately. Uh, 
But that is our Mania Preview Podcast. Tune in next week to find out what we thought of Mania and to hear all of our thoughts on the matches. Until then, you can find me on Twitter at RealEthanBecker. You can find me nowhere because I don't have social media. Except for on Saturday and Sunday when Stuvia and I are going to be watching Mania. We'll see you next week, guys. See you then.